Welcome to another episode of Optimum 7 Surge Sessions, our weekly e-commerce, digital marketing, and technology podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Surge. This week, we will talk about retainer models for technology and custom software projects. Now, Joe, we have a couple of clients where we work um, with them on a retainer uh, basis, and every month they'll pay us $3,000, $4,000, $5,000 because they have a custom software uh, project that they have, mm -hmm. and they continuously, based on their operations, they continuously need to improve this. Now, this is a little different from an e-commerce site, let's say that's on a big commerce or, or Shopify, where you set it up and you kind of don't need any more support. This is something where you're continuously optimizing uh, a minimum viable product, which you may have built in the past six months or 12 months. Talk to us about why you think that it's valuable for somebody to work with a software company where you continuously make updates to a specific MVP. And maybe you might want to give the example of one of our clients that we earlier talked about. So we built a custom software solution for them to manage their entire backend operation. They have a very complex workflow when it comes to not only sourcing the sod, but I'm now delivering it as well. Um, how many pallets per, uh, per shipment, um, the space available within those containers that they're shipping in. So it's again, it gets very complex, but when they came to us, they had a broad idea of what they needed to accomplish. But as they started to utilize this technology, they start to find ways that they can better use this technology and different ways that they can tweak it to optimize their workflow. So in that instance, they come to us and then that's where that ongoing retainer model comes into play. Yes. And, and we see that a lot nowadays where businesses with very specific models um, that don't fit a specific platform, like let's say you have... Uh, we just got a request recently and we're building a scope out for a project where this individual wants to set up e-commerce websites for different soccer teams and the soccer teams can come in and set up their own uh, visuals, right? But they would want all of these soccer team websites orders to flow into one admin panel. I mean, you could do it with Shopify Plus, but there are a lot of customizations because you don't want to go and update 1,000 different websites, right? 1,000 different prices, 1,000 different products. So you have one database and then uh, you have one database for products and, and, and images and pricing and inventory. And you have another database for just customers where you are going to be able to manage 1,000 different stores, let's say. So we see these micro structures um, where businesses started building their own technologies now. And there's a reason for that because... Uh, in this day and age, technology means value, right? If you have some sort of technology from a net worth standpoint of your business, it's going to be worth more money because you actually took the time to build that technology. So we're doing the search session for those out there who might have a specific e-commerce or B2B business that might need custom flows, custom integrations, multiple APIs, the client that we're referring mm -hmm. to. You know, you're talking about how many how much how much sod you can ship in one truck proximity delivery routes etc cetera, etc cetera. and we've done similar systems like meal, meal delivery systems where um, you are running your entire operation in one platform and the only way to build this there are two ways to build this number one is for you to have a statement of work or a scope where you execute the scope but remember a scope never gives you the perfect product it gives you the minimum viable product and we see a lot of clients trying to make it perfect, Yeah. right? Um, and then the second thing you can do 
after you get the MVP is you basically keep making improvements to the functionality. And functionality nowadays is everything. And talk to us about that because you yeah. talk to a lot of clients. You We build a lot of functionality and you get a lot of requests for functionality. Mm -hmm. Some of them not possible. Why are we looking at so much functionality and future requests nowadays on e-commerce and for B2B? Well, because it's it's the future of their business. Um, what they're trying to do is they're trying to progress. And in order to do that, they need technology. They need functionality. These business owners experience these pain points and now they're trying to find a solution. So, and the reason why this retainer model is actually very effective is because it allows progress, right? It allows progress before perfection. A lot of these clients who try to perfect this technology or perfect their workflow before launching an MVP, they see that they're not going anywhere, that they're not perfecting their business, they're not optimizing their workflow. So by actually progressing and starting with that MVP in the long run, they start to see little by little impacts and, and improvements that then lead to that perfect product down the road. Yep, got it. And, and Joe, you know I love sales, so let's talk about objections. Anytime we bring this to prospects, mm -hmm. I would say maybe 70, 75% of the prospects uh, they will be cautious about signing a retainer agreement where they are basically, I mean, we're saying, hey, give us 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 a month. We'll track hours and we'll do something for you. And on their mind or in their minds, they're thinking, well, I want an exact cost because I want to manage my expectations of how much this is going to cost. Mm -hmm. But with technology, that's hard to do. So talk to us about that. What do you say to a prospect that comes and says, look, you're asking for $5,000 yeah. and how am I going to trust you? How am I going to know that you're going to do the work? How am I going to know that you're logging the correct hours? I mean, we know our systems. Yeah. We have 50 employees. We know our systems are set and mm -hmm. tracking hours happens like, you know, we're like hawks on this thing. We're yeah. very careful. And, and not only that, we track milestones as well. Mm -hmm. What do you say to a prospect like that that has that concern? Yeah. I mean, well, at the end of the day, we have a proven track record. So we have a portfolio of clients that do a lot of the talking for us in that sense. Uh, but for example, what I would tell a business owner is, well, let's say this is a project that you're trying to accomplish, right? This is the end goal. However, we need to see how we're going to get there and we need to get started in order to, to progress. So what I tell them is, again, we're going to set milestones. Now, if we, if, and when we hit this milestone, what is that going to do to your bottom line in, as far as efficiency and in turn return on investment? So if we can get you there, does that mean that you're going to be able to ship X amount more? Does it mean that your, your process on your back end is going to allow you to handle more orders? Whatever purpose the functionality has is always going to have an impact on your bottom line. That's the reason why you're getting started with this functionality in the first place. So if we can show milestones and little by little show percentage and increases by the efficiency that the technology provides, then that makes them more comfortable moving forward. But again, we need to be able to understand their business, understand the pain point, and then say, okay, if we were to implement this functionality or start implementing this functionality and you start to see the progress within your workflow, what does that mean for your bottom line? So if they can answer that, then we can actually put a dollar amount and say, okay, well, this is most likely what your ROI is going to be every milestone of the way. And this is where our value is as Optimum 7s because... We've built so many of these functionalities and platforms. We've done so many integrations. Um, we understand the technology side of it and functionality side of it, but we also understand the business side of it. 
right? We can actually put dollar amounts on the return on investment, like Joe said. And at the end of the day, you have to find one expert that you trust and just follow his guidance. And you have to understand that we call this a dynamic execution. With technology, when you're building a platform, when you're building software, you're never going to be done, right? It's a dynamic execution. So what I would do is I would basically partner with a software agency that gets this, that gets the infrastructure, the tech, that the technology stack, and is able to add these features for you because all that's doing is basically differentiating yourself from the competition because you have better technology, better features, better functionality, better usability. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Optimum 7 Surge Sessions. Do you have a suggestion for a topic you'd like us to cover or simply have a question about one of the topics we have previously covered? Send us an email to info at Optimum7.com or visit our website, www.Optimum7.com. 